we are extremely excited to be joined by members of the Amazon Labor Union. So since winning the union election at the massive JFK warehouse in Staten Island this April, the Amazon Labor Union, an independent union, has continued organizing in Staten Island and, and far beyond. They are organizing for union wins at the three sister warehouses next to JFK in Staten Island. And also warehouses around the country are indicating that they want to unionize. But this is no easy fight. And in, in many, many ways, it's, it's an uphill battle. So while Amazon Amazon continues to pour millions, sometimes billions of dollars. Actually, I've been covering this. It's billions of dollars into anti-union campaigning. Uh, The Amazon Labor Union is fighting to start contract negotiations at JFK and and win protections for their workers. But these contract negotiations have been stalled by the corporation's objections to the election results of that win. And those objections will be heard in an NLRB, that's National Labor Relations Board office, in Phoenix, Arizona on June 13th. Additionally, just yesterday, the Amazon Labor Union faced off Amazon in labor court here in New York. And this time, they were the ones bringing the complaints to the board, the labor board. And it was in regards to six out of many unfair labor practice complaints that they filed, essentially saying that the union, you know, is is not... um abiding by the sort of like uh, rules um, around union organizing that the that the company is not sorry but you know what Seth Goldstein lawyer with the Amazon labor union is going to explain that to us uh, in much better words and we also have Connor Spence here uh, an organizer with Amazon labor union who has worked tirelessly to organize JFK we are so happy to have you both here with us Seth we're going to start for you tell our listeners what is going on around this unfair labor practice um, charges in court that began yesterday, this hearing, and uh, how it will proceed? Yes, um, we uh, filed various charges in the spring of 2021, and it's almost taking a year to get to court. Trial began yesterday. The cases involved surveillance, um, threats, with re- removal of u- union literature, um, an unlawful discharge of one of our union activists, Dequan Smith, and other um, types of unlawful practices by the company. Um, uh, surveillance was another one. Um, and uh, the trial began uh, with arguments over motions. Amazon wanted to shut down our um, public hearing. We actually urged everybody to come to witness um, the human rights violations that Amazon has created. Um, on uh, that account, the judge ruled against Amazon. Then Amazon, in an effort to further delay the case, they um, wanted to consolidate um, this case with another case of unlawful violations scheduled to start in September. Um and the judge refused to um, go along with um, Amazon's motion. Now Amazon is trying to delay production of evidence and information that we requested, and those fights are going on. But more significantly, yesterday, um, Derek uh, Palmer, one of the union activists, spoke um, and testified about some of the pressures he felt when um, – 
he was threatened and some of his um, union um, literature was taken away. And then today we had um, another uh, worker testify, Janet, who um, testified that she was threatened and promised benefits from one of the union busting um, consultants. So um, the testimony on both accounts went very well and we're very encouraged. Right. And now the, the National Labor Relations Board uh, uh, bureaucracy is obviously very creaky and often slow moving in addressing these uh, issues. But uh, if y'all do prevail with your charges, uh, what do you want to see a, a, as a remedy? And of course, when we talk about Amazon side of things, I, I just think it takes incredible chutzpah for uh, Amazon to claim that they're the uh, they're the victim. Uh, here after everything they pulled, but what do y'all want as the remedies? Uh, assuming so, y'all can um, the board does have new remedies. One of them is going to be a public reading of the documents, so all the workers in the um, in JFK eight know that Amazon violated the law. Um, we're also seeking management training by the board, so employer the employer managers and supervisors will understand that they can't. Um, violate the National Labor Relations Act. That is also extended to the union busters, and they're going to have to receive training as well. Also, um, regarding Daquan Smith, we want Daquan to come back to work. Um, We want an apology letter by the employer, which uh, the board said they'll have to give. We want to have um, full back pay. He should be paid consequential damages, any damages that were caused that resulted from his unlawful termination. And we're looking for um, emotional, um, you know, damages as well, because I think this was a very difficult situation for Daquan to lose his job when he was trying to, you know, make something of himself and, um, you know, psychological and emotional damages are one of the new remedies. So we're seeking all of that. And, um, you know, we want Daquan to return back to work quickly. So this is what we're looking for. And, oh, and, and also, just let me say that we're also going to the Attorney General and demanding that the Attorney General um, should start reviewing all the labor violations of Amazon in New York State to take away the tax abatements and the subsidies that they're getting under the Excelsior tax plan and also some of the local um, tax um, giveaways that were, that were provided to Amazon. I think it's over $400 million statewide. Right. 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 Seth. And now, you know, tell us briefly about the June 13th hearing, what to expect um, and any similarities with Bessemer. And then, then we'd like to pivot to Connor to talk about organizing. Well, um, it's, it's very actually dissimilar to Bessemer because in this case, we've won the election and Amazon is trying to take away the votes of um, thousands of workers. This is very similar to what happened after the 2020 election with Trump and steal the vote. And that's what they're trying to do now. So um, they've come forward with 25 frivolous uh, objections. For instance, they're not happy that we interrupted their uh, captive audience meetings. They're not happy that we brought unfair labor practice charges against them. They're um, not happy that there was enough 
NLRB personnel to handle the vote, even though, you know, they could very easily stand with unions and make sure that the NLRB has proper funding. And the list goes on and on. And um, we're going to um, present our case and urge the um, region, Region 28, to uphold the election and to order Amazon to bargain with us. Right. And that's what we're, we're looking forward to. And, um, you know, we know that uh, the people in Staten Island, workers in Staten Island are looking forward to winning a contract, you know, especially those who <laughs> voted yes. So, uh, unfortunately, the um, NLRB um, can be helpful, but it can also really stall these processes. And you could read more about that on independent.org. But Connor, now uh, turning to you, could you just tell us a little bit, you know, update our listeners, what, what's it been like on the ground in JFK where the election was won, but also in the whole facility? Uh, what's the sentiment of the workers like? And what's organizing been like since not only the win, but all this public recognition? Sure. So, um, yeah, leading up to the election, Amazon's anti-union campaign was pretty uh, aggressive. And uh, it was funny because um, the day the the vote was over and it was clear that we'd won by a margin of over 500 votes, uh, the company was completely silent on the matter. They put out their objections and they, um, you know, put that statement out to the press. But as far as the workforce, um, they still have not really addressed the um, the result of the vote. And um, unfortunately, it's a little demoralizing for the uh, for the people who thought that, you know, it was simple as making a democratic choice uh, in a NLRB election. But now they're seeing that it's possible for companies like Amazon to um, delay certification of a union for uh, months, maybe even years, if they want to appeal the decisions that um, the federal courts make all the way up to the Supreme Court. Um, so it's one major thing that we have to contend with is uh, helping workers understand that, you know, this process can take time, that we still need to continue to organize and that um, the, the victory in the election was, you know, only the first of many victories. We still need to uh, work toward getting a really strong contract. And that requires a lot more uh, organizing on our part as well. Sorry. And, and um, what, you know, what can you say about regrouping in this moment? Um, there was a lot of fervor going into the election and a lot of doubt and then a lot of excitement around the win. Um, and I think workers all over the world were empowered and inspired by that win. But, uh, you know, labor organizing, like all organizing and maybe more than some is extremely difficult, especially in this country. So you guys are paving the way. I know this is a little on the spot, but how, how can you regroup? Like how can the momentum propel forward and, and what kind of support do you need? I mean, generally um, it's been a little difficult for us being that we organized ourselves as an independent union, as opposed to affiliating with an established union. Um, if, you know, if we'd done that, maybe we could have, um, you know, handled uh, the the kind of the chaos, the good chaos that is, that ensued after the election was over. Uh, right now, it's tough because you know we are all uh, worker organizers, so we all work off full time jobs at Amazon, and running the union is a full time job, and we're still trying to build it up as we go. 
Uh, thankfully, we've gotten a lot of support from pretty much everybody in the labor movement. A lot of, you know, pro bono legal assistance, um, you know, we've had assistance uh, building our financial infrastructure, assistance from other unions and organizers. Um, but generally, uh, there is a lot of uh, outreach coming from other warehouses and other uh, Amazon businesses all over the country from workers who want us to help them organize. And, um, you know, it's, it's a lot for us to tackle right now, but the advice we give to them is that essentially they're just going to have to do exactly what we did at JFK eight. It's got to be a worker led movement um, where they organize themselves independently. And when they're ready, um, our two movements can kind of converge and then we can use that leverage that we have to put pressure on the company to get even better working conditions. Okay, we'll we'll have to leave it there. Our, our time is uh, winding down, but I want to thank uh, Connor Spence and Seth Goldstein, both from the Amazon Labor Union, for joining us this evening on the Independent News Hour on WBAI Radio. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I, I want to uh, thank uh, uh, Sue Brisk uh, for her reporting from the field uh, that helped this show, and also, of course, our board uh, operator Reggie Johnson. We'll be back same time next week right here on this uh, radio station with the next edition of the Independent uh, News Hour. Also, just want to shout out that there is a Starbucks union protest getting underway at 6 p.m. outside of uh, MoMA, uh, where they're protesting the presence of, of Starbucks uh, board chair Melody Hobson, who's receiving an award from the prestigious museum uh, while she's enga- been engaged in all sorts of uh, outrageous union busting at that uh, mega corporation. And we have uh, two reporters there right now, so you can look for our coverage uh, online. And uh, that, that just about wraps it up. Uh, Amba, what do we have for our musical outro? A classic. It never entered, entered my mind by Miles Davis Quintet. A good song for thinking. We'll see you all next week. See you all next week.